Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I am here to help you prepare your mind, body, and team to best support you during your birth experience. For a few weeks. I don't know if anybody notices or not. I know there's people watching, but on a podcast, there's no comments, there's no likes, and I don't know who's out there listening. Uh, but I'm glad you are here and I'm happy to be back. Life has just been insane. All wonderful things, but very, very busy. And we also have a baby coming in just a couple weeks. I think I'm going to post this on Tuesday. So I'm 37 weeks today by the time you're listening to this. Um, so baby is on her way soon. Uh, so we'll see how long she stays in there. I'm like hoping she stays until at least her due date. I'm like, I wouldn't be mad to go overdue just because of all the things I need to do. Of course she could come tomorrow and we would be fine. Babies really, truly don't need much. And you know, I've been taking my birth prep pretty seriously. So (laughs) that being said, I am going to scale back for a few months and only be doing one podcast per week so that I can actually keep up with things and I don't have to like disappear because it's all getting to be too much. I'm going to downscale most of my content all over the internet. And podcast is one of those things. I'm going to cut it in half for a little while. Um, Not permanently, but just for a little bit while we transition into being a family of seven. Um, The nursing, postpartum, all that fun stuff. It's going to be an adventure as it always is. And I just want to continue to show up for you guys, but also be able to show up for my family in the way I need to show up for them. But enough of that, I am excited to dive into today's topic. We're going to be chatting about how to create a birth plan, which I think is incredibly important. I obviously have a birth plan. I suggest you do too. Um, I know birth is not 1000% controllable. (laughs) I get that. There are things that we can control about our birth experience, and there are definitely things that we can benefit from in creating a birth plan, even if that plan doesn't go accordingly. The way I teach birth planning is very intentional. I want it to be a guide for your preparation journey. I want you to know what kind of birth experience you're preparing for. I also want you to be equipped with all the tools and information you need to make a different decision in the moment if that arises during your birth experience. So let's dive into this. There are a few things that I suggest you know before sitting down to create your birth plan. To make informed decisions, you need to know all of the decisions that need to be made ahead of time. You need to know these decisions now. When I had my first baby, I was presented with a lot of the decisions that day in the delivery room while I was laboring my baby, which obviously at that point, you don't have all the time to research all the different options that are available to you, weigh the risks versus the benefits, blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk more about that in just a second. Um, But I wasn't able to do that work in the moment. Obviously, you don't really have a lot of time and wherewithal to do so. (laughs) There were also a lot of decisions that were made for me and not presented as decisions because that was just their standard of care and they didn't want me to choose the other options that were available. Had I known these decisions ahead of time, I would have had an entirely different experience that day. Now, especially if you were giving birth at the hospital, there are a lot of decisions that need to be made for both yourself and for your newborn. I have put all of these decisions in a birth planning guide for you guys so that you guys can have a starting base for this process because it's a lot to do. I get that. It's always worth it. Absolutely. Doing this work is incredible and it makes a huge difference when you do this work. Trust me. I know. (laughs) 
but I wanted you guys to have a jump start. So I put all of these decisions in a guide for you. Now I want you to be the one making these decisions or at least making them with your provider's guidance, but I don't want people to be making these decisions for you. And the truth of the matter is if you are not the one making the decisions, someone else is making them for you. If you don't do this work, they're just going to follow the birth plan they already have for you. Every provider out there already has a birth plan for you. Every single one. They have a way they do things. And if you don't tell them any different, they're just going to do their standard of care. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it very well could be depending on the experience you're trying to create. I will link that birth planning guide in the show notes for you guys. It's entirely free. I wanted to put together a resource for you guys that would help you during this process, because I strongly suggest you go through this birth planning process. So step number one of figuring out all the decisions that need to be made, I pretty much did it for you. You're welcome. (laughs) Inside the guide, we cover not only your labor and delivery options, but also some postpartum options um, and all your newborn care and procedure options as well, because those things are very important to educate yourself on well in advance, especially if you're giving birth in the hospital, because those things are usually done during your hospital stay, or at least you're given the option. So you want to make sure that you have an answer for them when the question arises, right? So once we know all the decisions that need to be made surrounding your birth experience, then we can go out and figure out all the options that are available to you for each of those decisions. Now, I do not have a guide for this because your options are going to depend on your birthplace, your provider, what your insurance covers, what you're willing or able to pay out of pocket for, etc. right? The best place to start for this is by chatting with your provider, I think. I think having an open conversation about all the options that are available to you for each of these decisions um, is very important. If you already know what you want for a decision, you don't have to bring that up. You don't have to go through every single tiny little detail with your provider. But if there are things that you're stuck on, if there are things that you don't understand, if there are things that you don't know, if there are things you want guidance on, if there are things you want to make decisions with your provider on, have those conversations well in advance, way before you get to your delivery room. Please, 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 way before you get there. (laughs) I say this because the delivery space is not the time to be having these conversations. Not that it's not your right to have conversations in that space. That space is yours, but it's not really the time or place because of what you are going to be needing to be focusing on for yourself and for your baby that day. Once you figure out all of the decisions that need to be made, which is the first step, You're going to figure out all the options for each of those decisions, second step. Then you're going to move on to the third step, which you are going to figure out all the risks and benefits for each and every option for each and every decision. Once you know all of these things, you'll be able to sit down with each decision and weigh the risks versus the benefits for each option and make a decision that you feel really good about for your personal experience. While you are doing this process, I want you to keep in mind the experience that you are trying to create. If you are wanting an intervention-free birth experience in the hospital, but you're like, oh, well, this one intervention seems fine. The side effects of it aren't that bad, but what is it going to do to your overall labor experience? Like, what is the risk that it poses to your specific experience that you're trying to create? So for example, I was scrolling TikTok the other day and a very you know, well-known, very loved nurse on there was chatting about epidurals and the side effects of them. But I'm like, okay, but what about how it can affect your labor? Like, yes, it's a great pain management option for some. And yes, it does have side effects. Those are very important to understand and know and acknowledge before deciding something for yourself and for your baby. 
but also how is it going to affect the overall labor experience? Longer pushing times, longer labor times during the active and early phase of labor. There's an increased risk of needing Pitocin during your labor experience. So if you're okay with the side effects of the epidural, that's fine, not a problem. But if you're not okay with the possibility of those things happening to your labor experience, then it might not be the best option for you. So when you sit down with each of these decisions, keeping your desired experience at the forefront of your brain is going to be really helpful because you're going to be like, okay, well, is this going to serve my experience and help me achieve this experience? Or is this going to possibly hinder that experience? And what are my other options? How can I still achieve this experience and still do this and blah, blah, blah. All of those things. Keep those things in mind. If you don't know what kind of experience you are wanting to create, that's not a problem. That's something that you can go do. I strongly suggest you start looking and reading and seeing other people's birth stories and kind of deciding what kind of experience that you want to create. There are so many different ways you can go about birth and there's no one right way, right? And obviously your experience as far as your pregnancy, your situation, I guess I should say, is going to affect your options that are available to you. But for the most part, you can create a beautiful experience in any type of setting. And I want you guys to really feel empowered going into your birth experience. So choosing an experience, then creating a birth plan that serves that experience is going to be really helpful for you. As far as figuring out what kind of options are available to you, you need to be having conversations with your provider. You can even contact your birthplace, see what is available there, what is recommended, what is the standard of care, etc. If you don't understand all the decisions that need to be made that day, I strongly suggest you grab the birth plan guide. There are things in there that I never knew were decisions, right? Because I was presented like, hey, there's only one option here because that's the way my provider wanted to do it. So they didn't even want to have a conversation with me about it. And I didn't know to have that conversation with them about it because I didn't know any better, right? So things like eating and pushing on my back and uh, continual monitoring and an IV port with fluids going into me, all of those things were just like said, okay, hey, these are kind of required of you today. This is what we're going to do. But I had options. They just didn't tell me. And I won't get on my soapbox about that today, but just know that it happens, that providers make decisions for you, and that every provider does have a birth plan for you already. That's not necessarily a problem, especially if you chose your provider based on their standard of care. Um, But, you know, just be aware, okay? Creating a birth plan and doing this work is actually going to really help in a lot of different ways, not even just having a plan for your birth experience, which I think is incredibly important. Do not skip this work, but it's going to help you better navigate that day if anything doesn't go according to your plan. It's going to help you have more informed conversations with your providers. You're going to actually like know what you're talking about, right? It's much easier to have conversations. And honestly, unfortunately, your provider is probably going to take you a lot more seriously if you do. There's probably going to be less of a fight, less need to advocate for yourself, um, especially if you're also preparing your team to help you do that. Now, this might sound like a lot of work, and it can absolutely be a lot of work, and I'm not going to sugarcoat that for you guys, but this work is beyond worth it. When I say the birth experience that I had without this information versus the birth experience that I had with this information was worlds apart, I absolutely mean it. It changed my life. And now it might not change yours in the way it changed mine. Like we decided, hey, we're actually not done having babies. We actually want four more children. That's a little extreme, right? I also decided, hey, I want to help other mothers do this because, and then this business was born and I became the birth prep coach. But even if those things didn't happen, the healing and the experience that I experienced was just beautiful. It was magical. It was amazing. And I want that for your birth experience. 
Even hearing the way that my mom talked about my birth and witnessing my birth afterwards literally brought me to tears. I just can't even describe it. And I want that for you. I want you to have the experience of your dreams, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to look like having a baby in your living room, unmedicated, untouched by needles, just chilling. That was what I wanted. That was my wants and my desires for my birth experience. But you don't have to do that to enjoy your birth experience, right? But I do want to be here to scream from the mountaintops that you can absolutely enjoy your birth experience. So let's recap really quick before I hop off of here. You need to figure out all the decisions that need to be made surrounding your birth experience. I already did this work for you. There might be a few extra decisions if you have some pregnancy complications or whatever the case may be. I tried to put everything I could possibly think of inside of there. So you can grab that for free in the show notes if you're interested. Once you figure out all the decisions that need to be made, you need to figure out all of your options for each of those decisions. Now, this will depend on your birthplace, your provider, your insurance, what you're willing and able to pay out of pocket for, and you need to figure out what options are actually available to you. Then for each of those options, you need to figure out the risks and the benefits, not just side effects, but actually risks and benefits to each of those options and weigh those for each one so that you can choose the best option for you and your baby. All while keeping your desired experience in mind. So that's kind of like a prerequisite. What kind of experience do you want to create? Figure that out first and then do this birth planning process and you will have your perfect for you birth plan. And it's totally okay if it doesn't look like mine or your best friends or your mom's or whoever else's. This is your birth experience and you are the one in control that day. And I want you to stay the one in control that day. That is all that I have for you guys today. I hope you are just as excited for your birth experience as I am for my upcoming birth experience. I can't wait to share the birth story with you guys. I am wishing you the best of luck during this process and during your birth experience, and I am hoping everything goes exactly according to your plan. Thank you for hanging out with me. Talk to you soon. Bye.